Welcome to Washington in Focus. I'm your host, Brett Davis, the Center Square's Washington State Editor. Joining me today is our investigative reporter, T.J. Martinell. I just thought I'd start off this podcast by asking, uh, when was the last time you rode a bike? It's been a while. I was thinking about this the other day. I can't remember the last time I actually rode a bike. I mean, I'm an adult, so I don't ride bikes a lot. Not that adults can't ride bikes. It's been even longer since I owned a bike. Right. (laughs) You and me both. Now, the reason I bring this up is because you recently wrote a story about the city of Bellevue's $18 million bike Bellevue plan that would convert vehicle lanes into bike lanes. Now, the city is making some bold, I guess you could say, claims about what this uh, project would do. Critics of the project, they're not so sure. So can you give us some details on what the project is and what what's the idea behind it? Yeah. So what they, they're trying to do is create a 15-mile-long bicycle network in different corridors, including downtown, uh, Bell Red, and the Wilburton neighborhoods. And they're doing that mostly by removing vehicle lanes that are currently there and then making them into bike lanes. So they would be for bikes only. Cars would not be able to use those lanes. And their argument is that that would encourage more use of bikes for just ordinary travel. And this would be cost $18 million. And the idea is to get this project completed by 2035. Hmm. Now, your story says, uh, I'm going to quote it here, the city estimates the project when completed would facilitate between 825,000 to 4 million bike trips a year while reducing vehicle miles traveled by between 1.2 to 10.8 million miles annually. Now, am, am I crazy or are those... <laughs> Those are some rather big differences in numbers. That seems to be a, a big spread. 825,000 to 4 million bike trips and then 1.2 million miles to 10.8 million miles. Yeah. And the thing is, is it says facilitate. What it doesn't say is how many new bike trips. That figure doesn't show new bike trips. The actual new bike trips. And these, these are the city's numbers. These are not numbers that somebody else is estimating. Right. That it would just add 210 bike trips within those corridors and 375 bike trips citywide, and only 13 of those new bike trips would be for commuting. So I understand that uh, Maria Frost, she's the Kemper Development Transportation Director, she uh, she had some criticisms of the plan. What did she have to say about this and uh, what looks to be the city's, uh, I don't know, maybe rosy projections about what this project will do? Well, she's got a couple of criticisms, and one of them is that you don't remove vehicle lanes for bikes because there's putting them back into becoming vehicle lanes is going to be, would be difficult if they needed to. Uh, One thing that didn't really get mentioned in the story, but is worth pointing out is that the position of the bike lanes, they're not going to be on the side of the road on the left and right, you know, near the sidewalks. They're going to be straddling two different vehicle lanes in some cases. So you have bikes that are between two vehicles and then you might have a bike lane that's on the far edge well what happens when a car needs to turn right and there's a bike uh, a cyclist there or you need to turn right and you're going to turn right and there's a cyclist coming from behind that you can't see or i was just going to say that seems really unsafe yes and what's interesting is the city is claiming that this is going to improve bike safety as opposed to having like completely separate lanes where they're not interacting with vehicles. Now, how you would do that, I don't know. But again, we're talking about a couple hundred extra bike trips to uh, as part of this project. Huh. So uh, as far as the timeline goes, where where is the city at with this project? They're currently just discussing it. They're actually accepting public comment and feedback on the proposed designs through November 15th. So people can go onto the website or just look up Bike Bellevue and submit comments and 
feedback. So we're talking very early preliminary planning uh, as far as the the project is concerned. But this is when these things are going to get finalized before they start moving towards, you know, going to the city council for approval and then moving forward with uh, actual construction or, you know, just mainly just uh, <laughs> repainting, repainting lanes uh, to be green instead of white. Well, given all the stuff we've talked about here on this podcast, I'm really curious to see what the public has to say about this. I'm guessing the people who live in those neighborhoods aren't going to be happy because this is another issue is that the city's claiming that traffic levels are not going to be impacted. They're actually going to go down in those corridors and they base that off of uh, data that they've collected of those corridors for the last 20 years. Now, uh, Murat Frost is pointing out that they are not, they're comparing the averages of both directions during the same part of the day so during the morning one lane or one direction is going to have a lot of traffic the other side is not because people are going to work and then in the afternoon they're heading back home so the traffic volume levels are going to be different depending on which direction and they're not according to frost they're not calculating traffic levels based off of that what they're doing is they're taking the average of two at the exact same time and then claiming that the traffic levels aren't changing or are actually going to go down. Huh. Sounds like something of an apples to oranges comparison. It's it's not, for example, that's not how they did things with the 405 corridor when they were trying to track vehicle volume levels during the, uh, when they first put the tolling lanes in, the HOV lanes that were uh, for tolling, they were looking at how much the traffic levels were going up during, depending on what direction and at what time of the day, because uh, northbound 405 is going to have different traffic levels at 9 a.m. in the morning than it is going to have at, say, 5 p.m. And likewise, southbound 405 is going to have different traffic levels at those same times. So they're looking at them separately rather than together. I see. Well, I imagine this will be a <laughs> grist for more future stories. Indeed. I'm curious to see how this plays out. Keep up with this story and more at thecentersquare.com. For TJ Martinell, this is Brett Davis. Please subscribe and thanks for listening. Thanks.